0: You are listening to Asian SkyCast, the show that brings you the most updated aviation industry insight. Good evening and welcome to another Asian Sky Media, Asian SkyCast. My name is Alan Davis. I am the Media and Communications Director here for Asian Sky Group and Asian Sky Media. I'm delighted today to be joined by uh, two of the finest gentlemen working in aircraft registries, uh, Liam Ryan, who is the Director of Business Development, and Carl James, who is the Business Development Manager, uh, both from the BCAA Gentlemen, thanks for joining us today.
1: great to be with you, Alan. looking forward to it perfect
0: and and you're actually in different places at the moment as well, aren't you I think Lim, you you prefer to be in Ireland, but you're in London, I think
1: Yes, I haven't quite worked out how to disguise my accent um however, I'm broadcasting here from southwest London um part of our uh farmer office really um We'll get on a little bit later to tell you where exactly we operate. We have a global presence. And Kyle is,
2: uh, Kyle, where are you? Yes, yes. I guess one, I am one of the lucky ones that get to sit in the beautiful paradise of Bermuda. And uh, we are remotely working here and, again, just committed to, you know, upkeeping our global operation. Perfect.
0: And, and, and so can you sort of both briefly sort of explain your, your roles within the company?
1: Yeah, um Kyle and myself are new to the organization, so um, uh, May last year, um, I came on board as the Director of Business Development, and um, BCAA uh, and Thomas Dunstan, our um, Director General, made the decision that we needed to build up our business development operation. We currently have or had uh, BD Resources. And um, but we wanted more focus, uh, we wanted to be more targeted, and we wanted to basically get out into the market more. So the decision was made to appoint me as the director of business development and Kyle as
2: the business manager operating out of Bermuda. uh yes, as as Liam mentioned, you know, we serve as the newly formed BD team, and you know, we want to focus on, on who our customer is and how we are looking to access and engage with them, because we want to share with them the advantage of joining an offshore registry like ours. And and my specific focus is the Asia Pacific region. And I'm excited to jump into this this market because we do believe that uh, the advantages of our registry is of uh, high value to those customers within um, specifically you know, mainland China and and the areas around. So we are again excited to share uh, our high standards that we've kept over the years and how we can improve on the customer experience of of all of our prospective uh, clients in the market.
1: And I just um, a little building on what I previously said, I think one of uh, we did do an organization restructure. And we combined our business development function with our registration function, because we thought that, you know, that was the right structure for us. We felt as if you know that ongoing customer service and engagement with the client was happening at the registration area. So we work alongside our operation registrations team as well. And it's great, I think, but Kyle and I, as we basically see the nuts and bolts of registration actually occurring. So I think it feeds in well, basically, to us, uh, you know, technically servicing our clients as well. So just a slight add as well.
0: Absolutely. And I, we'll probably touch upon what are, what the main advantages of, of registering an aircraft uh, in Bermuda are sort of later on as, as the conversation goes on. But I was just wondering, it, it might seem to some people like... Um, taking this on as a task um last year specifically um obviously wasn't such a great year for for sort of aviation i mean were there any sort of particular sort of challenges that that you've seen or you had to face that um that maybe you weren't prepared for
1: well you know i mean the last couple of years in aviation has been like a roller coaster so i mean I suppose we should have ran for the hills, first of all, anybody in the aviation industry, but we decided to stay, but I have a um, long um, career in aviation. Um, but I thought this was a great opportunity, Alan, because um, BCA are forward-looking, um, they're keen to expand uh, their market and market share, et cetera. Um, but of course, um, there were challenges um, last year. I mean, it's really interesting to remember, I think we lost $157 billion in revenue in 2020, something like $37 billion of revenue last year. So that's the context in which we're all operating. So I think for a lot of uh, operators and uh, providers to service um, the aviation industry, it was just a sense of survival. Um, so for us, uh, what we attempted to do, we were very cognizant of, you know, what our clients required and needed. Um, one particularly has been a lot of flux, I think, as everybody's aware, in the airline business with um, some airlines going out of business, airlines needing to renegotiate leasing agreements, etc. So one thing that we did do was basically beef up our storage register in order to give Uh, you know, clients that option of taking their aircraft out of one um, airline that wasn't doing well and basically waiting for a better customer to come along. So that was one material impact that we had um, as part of, uh, you know, during the the COVID um, pandemic, etc. But we also basically, from an operational perspective, um, key challenge as well, to be honest, we needed... To continue uh, oversight. That's what we do. Uh, we provide safety oversight for all of the aircraft that are registered on our uh, BCA register that needed to continue. So we needed to, you know, uh, put in revised procedures. Inspections were very hard to do, uh, particularly at the very start, because states were in lockdown. So we had to basically work around that. So we came up with revised technical procedures to do that. We provided more desktop um oversight etc um and that was needed because um clearly aircraft required to be kept airworthy worthy over um over the period and uh, we uh you know worked hard um to uh, to ensure that that happened so the technical teams were i have to say over the last eighteen months or so working flat out i think working flat out to keep a lot of Airlines and operators in business, and you know, um, we're passionate about this industry. Ella as you know, uh, you know, we wanted to survive to a post-pandemic uh, situation. So, a lot of stress, a lot of challenges. Um, the team showed great resilience. Uh, where we could, uh, you know, provide uh, an innovative and different approach uh, to how we provided uh, oversight in this particular period, we went ahead and did that. But that was allied on the on the uh, operational side of things. On the commercial and business development side, particularly for Kyle and I, who came on last year, very frustrating um, that you know, like everybody else, um, you couldn't get out and meet your customers, uh, your operators, and your key stakeholders. So that was really challenging. So like everybody else, debt by Zoom um, over the last eighteen months or so, but you know, everybody is chomping at a bit to get back into the market. Absolutely.
0: And you mentioned lessors um, just now as well, which I thought was quite intriguing, because when you think about, um, from, certainly on the private side, when you think about uh, somebody registering an aircraft, you automatically sort of assume that it's it's the owner of the aircraft that gets the choice about which register to place um, that um, aircraft on. And I guess, I guess from a business development point of view, you'd be sort of trying to get to the to the final owner of the aircraft anyway. But I guess it's not always. I guess it's not always that person that makes the decision about where to register an aircraft. It could be on the commercial side you mentioned the lessors, but I guess it could be the financiers, the lawyers, all of these people have presumably got some sort of say in in where to place the aircraft.
1: Absolutely, Alad. and um you know it's a complex transaction that's happening. You know, culminating in the point where we basically put our markings on their aircraft from a technical perspective. But you're absolutely right. There are lots, there are tax advisors, there are lawyers, there are aircraft financiers looking at um, the options that are available to us to optimize um, that particular aircraft transaction. And aircraft are clearly mobile aircraft and can move. Um, uh, around the globe et cetera, and we our intention is to be able to work with those particular stakeholders uh, as proactively as we can um as possible and i suppose just going back to you know frustrations over the last mm-hmm. um you know 18 months uh you know we particularly want to get to our you know our asian stakeholders to speak with those lisors and other um, stakeholders right up that upstream transaction area etc so you know it's a complex transaction um, it takes a lot of targeting I think um, to first of all to give um, those stakeholders visibility on who we are the benefits perhaps you know of using an offshore registry if in fact they haven't thought about using that registry before, so that's what Kyle and myself hope to be doing in the in the near future when they release us, as I say, from from, from down here.
0: And I and I guess um, from a financing point of view as well, I guess it it gives financiers uh, comfort that um, Bermuda has sort of ratified the Cape Town uh, Convention as well
1: yeah yes 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 it is i mean that acid protection is a, a key part of ensuring um that the residual value um of that aircraft is maintained and secured right through um either a lease or an ownership a term etc but it gives the owner security that that asset is protected etc so You know our regulatory system. We're clearly signed up to Cape Town um, Convention. We support that, and we are a safe jurisdiction to place your 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 aircraft.
0: And this this might not be such a fair question to ask, as you're both relatively sort of new to the company. But I mean, if you were if you were trying to talk to a to a new customer, uh, what would you say the main sort of advantages are? Sort of having in the back of your mind, sort of I'm sure you both understand all the ins and outs of the other sort of registers as well. But, I
1: mean, how, how would you pitch the, the registry? Yeah, Alan, and I'm gonna ask Kyle to support me on this one as well here. Um I, I think you know, I try and put myself in the um in the mind of the owner or the operator. Um one disadvantage I believe that they are facing is the ease of using their onshore um registries, um slowness of turnaround. Uh, lack of attention to customer service, and just that flexibility, which we know um, aircraft owners and uh, entities w- operating in a very fast-paced, transactional-driven environment need a partner, um, a registry, or regulator um, to support them through that process. So, responsiveness is really important. So that's what that's that would be my. First pitch or one element basically of my pitch. I'm gonna ask Kyle to, to 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 build on that a little bit.
2: Yes, I think um to Liam's point is is very important around responsiveness because uh we understand the cost involved um, you know, for airplanes to be on a runway waiting for certain documents. And we are committed to making sure that, you know, our experience that we provide is as frictionless as possible. Uh, We want to make sure that they are are taken care of from the very beginning of their query to uh, being able to be in the sky. And we take pride in, you know, the actual authority owning the registry, because that means a lot of those regulatory uh, decisions, the questions, the safety aspects are carried in-house. And we are able to provide answers and information Um, at a lot quicker pace than maybe other operations uh, can provide. Uh, And then being able to uh, the authority to own the registry, we have more control over uh, areas such as cost. So we can be more responsive to what we see in the market. And uh, as Liam mentioned earlier, we are very much involved in the registration side. So we're seeing a lot of the The questions, the frustrations, um, where we can improve that experience for the operator, for the owner. So, for example, you know, we look out at the market uh, for the last few years, and we recognize what happened, and we were able to change our fees uh, to be more, to be more responsive and adaptive to what we see. Um, So, looking at all of those factors and combining them, we feel that overall, our, our registry has a lot. To offer, and we look forward to being able to sit down with individually with our stakeholders and and really uh, draw their attention to how the Bermuda Registry can assist them in in their endeavours.
0: And it's interesting you mentioned the service part as well. Also, um, I realise um, that, uh, Carl, you're in, you're currently in Bermuda, and Liam, you're in uh, the UK, but you do also have a colleague in on the ground in China as well don't
2: you? Yes and that's all a part of our commitment to the region. You know we have uh put a a, a lot of of our resources uh including a oh, website in in Chinese we uh we have a WeChat presence we've changed all of our marketing material um into mandarin so that we can make sure that we're engaging and coming into this new market uh you know properly and that we we respect the market and we show that we have uh, a a sign of respect for all of those stakeholders within the market as well and by having a dedicated uh resource within uh our shanghai office um we can also be on the same t- same time zone because um that could be very 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 frustrating not getting answers and responsiveness um when you need it so having our our you know resource there able to pick up the phone able to um l- give you any information about our registry that is needed um in real time we we look at that as a huge asset uh and then further down the line when it comes to again cost we recognize by having a a dedicated resource there that it cuts down on the time that it, it might take to have an inspection or the cost that it that the owner or operator might incur. So again, we're looking at all aspects and we're trying to make that experience for the owner as, as frictionless as possible.
0: And was there something specific that sort of made you target? Uh, I'm, I'm sure you're targeting other, other areas of the world as well, but, but obviously I'm in Asia and we're talking about Asia at the moment. But was there something in particular about the Asian market that, that made you think, yeah, let's, let's really go after this?
2: i think uh for the asian pacific region i i it's pretty well known it's it's some of the fastest growing economies in the world and uh there has been a significant increase in you know high net worth individuals in the last decade so it's by also no surprise that the demand for overall general aviation would increase so when we look at the sales and 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 business jet demand uh, over over the years increasing. Uh, Bermuda, we wanted to establish ourselves as as a, a provider um of our offshore registry services. We know that we have uh, a good product here. We know uh on our uh IKO audit that we consistently score high and, and we want to make sure that um as there are new owners in the market that they understand the benefits of what an offshore registry uh, can provide them. So we look at this new market and we say, let's get ourselves stuck in. Let's go out and meet all of the stakeholders at each level and uh, start to to build our, our presence organically. And,
0: and speaking about Asia, as a, or the Asia Pacific region as a whole, are there any sort of specific countries that you do you see a lot of growth in? Do you think that the registry of um, Bermuda can be particularly successful in?
2: Well, um, starting out um, as as I mentioned, we put significant marketing dollars into our website. Uh, that website, you know, is is in Mandarin, and uh, of course, we realize that uh, the whole of the Asian Pacific market does not speak Mandarin. So uh, currently, we are are focused on 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 the Greater China region. We want to focus on mainland China. We want to focus on Macau, Taiwan, and as we as we get um, more awareness within those markets, we are continuously looking at you know other countries outside of those to uh, continue that momentum um, into. But we it, it's been a very interesting journey as we've gone through uh, mainland China because we have different aspects that are uh, we might have not seen at the beginning of trying to get into the market. So. By being able to tackle the, the the big mainland uh China um market, we feel like we'll learn a lot um from this particular experience that will assist us when we start to reach out to 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 further countries.
0: Absolutely. And so going going backwards slightly, we we sort of spoke earlier on about how twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty-one might not have been the best time to to sort of go out and pitch yourself um do, do you see 2022
2: as, as any different yeah so we're actually really excited for 2022 you know 2021 uh because of all of the restrictions we we really put our heads down and we committed to understanding the market we looked at uh, many research papers we tried to uh join as many virtual conferences including the asg virtual conference uh you know just a few months ago uh we we, we which was very good Alan, by yeah. the way thank you very much and you know we were just committed to do it as much activity in the market as as possible uh but now we are very excited because you know as, as we're looking at the year um unfortunately the the first two quarters uh you know, the pandemic still has a hold on the world, but we're looking at uh, Q3 as as a huge possibility to actually get out there. And with the aviation conferences on the horizon, once again, we are excited to be able to go and connect with our stakeholders in the region. Um, I, I would honestly say we are probably uh, analyses out and uh, <laughs> we are... <laughs> Just ready to to have some conversations and uh, really engage with, with our with our client base.
1: Just Alex, just just to build on that, one thing that we are just trends wise noticing is that um, stakeholders are looking at offshore offshore registries. Um, I've seen quite an interest in them, and you know, um, I think Kyle articulated well. Uh, you know, the activities we've done in outreach over the last year or so. But we're finding uh, that when they start to look at our offering, when they see the advantages um, that we deliver to them, uh, you know, I think it's, you know, it's an upward trend. uh, And we just hope to, you know, be in a uh, market like China, Asia, which we do hope when the um lockdown and the restrictions are removed will start to grow. I mean, uh, you know, forecasts are saying um that the Asian market will, you know, strip the European market from a business aviation perspective. You know, I, I get it, we're going through a challenging time at the moment, Jeff. Yeah? Um, there's no doubt about it. But there's resilience in the market. You know, our You know, our uh, catch cry, I think anybody who's a seasoned aviation person, you have to be resilient in this. This has been a hell of a knock the last couple of years, but an upswing, we hope, will return. And that's why, as Kyle has said, we've invested marketing dollars and presence in the region to be able to take advantage of that upswing. Mm, Absolutely.
0: And so I actually just have the one last question. Um, but I wanted to frame it in a slightly different way. So, going back to what Kyle was just saying about sort of being ready and reading all this research and, and being ready, um, very much sounds like uh, the registry um, of Bermuda is like a caged tiger at the moment, ready to get out there and starting. Um, but I was just wondering what the future, from your perspective, will bring for the registry.
1: So, you know, we're ready to. Uh start that engagement and um, again we have a really good base out there Elid, uh, which is um great to have uh you know our strapline has always been uh you know focus on the client um, provide a really good service that's what we're all about um you know we pride ourselves in um that particular uh you know value proposition um, and we're keen to be promoting that as soon as we possibly can in the wider china uh, asian market
2: and I, I would definitely want to know that that we are very excited because we've been able to start our year strong and uh we, we're starting our year with with our first two uh aircraft from from mainland china that are uh, is on our registry and we're looking to uh really service them and 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 make sure that their experience is, is is a good one, so we can deepen our relationship with them and uh use the experience that we have with them um to to extend further to to more operators to more owners um so that they understand um the service delivery that that we can offer here in Bermuda. so we're excited uh to to jump into this year and 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 get out on the road and again once again. Engage with all of our client base.
0: Perfect. I think this is a perfect moment to to end things. Thing. So, um, I would like to thank you both very much for your time, uh, and I'm sure we'll all look forward to seeing you out in this part of the world soon. Hopefully,
1: soon. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Hello. Right, thank you very much. Thank you for your time, uh, and we look forward to seeing you in Hong Kong.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on Asian Skycast. Make sure to visit our website, Asian Sky Media. Or you can subscribe to the show on your phone or via RSS so you'll never miss a show.